It's time for JT the Brick. I am JT the Brick, focused black hole, getting in there, ready to rock. I got my A game. I've been there with the Raider Nation in the black hole. I've been in this rivalry. I've seen it in my 24 years here. It's a do or die game. Can't let them win in Vegas. Protect the house. Protect the Legion Stadium. Be ready to go. No half-ass effort. You don't need a PhD. You don't need some expert on CNN or Fox News teaching you about fandom. I just told you. JT the Brick. I'm on a roll right now, so let me go. Hey, JT. Yes. I love you, and I love your show. Thank you. That's what the Raiders are based on. Al Davis, the history of the Raiders, they were always banged up. They were always taped up. They had blood coming through their helmets, and they played. The 11 Angry Men. I'm not encouraging injuries. I'm encouraging violence. So that's where we are, Raider Nation. Simply put, man up and play football and win a game. And now. That's a hell of a motivational speech. Here's JT the Brick. Out of the gate, JT, good to have you today. Final show of the week on a Friday on Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. Uh, the official flagship of the silver and black as we're ready to roll. And there's some good news coming out here. A lot we want to get to. We're taking a day off today from our all-time team. Uh, we're going to resume with that on Monday as we get to the running backs. And the I think it's going to be fun to talk running backs and fullbacks. We're going to do that on Monday into Tuesday. We're going to try to get into the wide receivers before we get to the running backs and close out the fullbacks, and then we'll have the quarterbacks, and we'll wrap it up with the Raiders' all-time team. Appreciate everybody participating in Summertime Radio, and we'll have a little bit of that a little bit later on in the show. So we come on the air with a really big topic today, a very big topic. Ian Rappaport, uh, less than an hour ago, the Raiders will host free agent cornerback Marcus Peters for a visit and a workout on Monday, sources say, Las Vegas visited with Peters earlier this spring. Now we'll take another closer look before training camp. The former All-Pro and Pro Bowler has been with the Ravens since 2019. So uh, many people have been talking about this from Vic Tafer, who might have had it first, Vinny Bonsignor, everybody who's been on this. From what I'm hearing, it's always been in play here, and this would be a really good signing. It would have been a great signing two, three years ago. When he ended up going to the Ravens, but at 30 years old, this guy is considered a dog. I just talked to a contact within the Baltimore Ravens organization for some clarification. Said he got a little bit too expensive. He was injured recently. He's good to go. Ozzie Newsom loved him and spoke highly of him as maybe one of the toughest, meanest, great players, ball instinct players that he's seen in his years as an executive. And as I look at his age here, he's a former first-round pick in 2015, the 18th pick overall. He's 30. He's 30 years old. He turned 30 in January. So the Raiders are going to get a player who can play that position, known for his speed, his toughness, and he's a ball hawk, with which this franchise absolutely needs. Uh, born in Oakland, California, McClyman's High School, and we know the story. If you're an Oakland Raider fan, you know Marcus Peters. Whenever he played in Oakland, he was a pain in the ass to the Raiders. And he was a pain in the ass to the black hole where I stood in. He was a pain in the ass to the fans behind the bench. Man, that guy loved to play in Oakland against the Raiders. And I'm sure if he becomes a Raider, he'll tell the story that he always wanted to be a Raider. I can tell you that. He came into the league as a player, and he was a hell of a player when he came in with Kansas City. He had 19 interceptions in three years. When the hell have we had anybody around this joint since we moved to Vegas who can catch the ball on defense, let alone knock it down and make plays like this guy? This would be an absolute slam dunk 
if the price is right. Now, this is a guy who knows money. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, a two-time first-team All-Pro. And this guy knows what it's like to get paid. And he's not going to walk into a building with everybody knowing that he's underpaid. But also, I think the market has dropped with him. So the market has dropped, and there's an opportunity to get him at the right price. And the other storyline that we often talk about is Dave Ziegler is not going to overpay. He's going to try never to overpay. And I think he overpaid for Chandler Jones. He's touched on that. It hadn't been a perfect deal just yet, but hopefully we see something out of Chandler. He moved Waller. He didn't move Renfro yet, and hopefully he doesn't. But as we look at all these deals, this is the type of player that would be perfect for Dave Ziegler if he gets him at the right price. I don't know what that price is. But as everybody was worried about Josh Jacobs, rightfully so, we spent the entire week talking about Josh Jacobs not getting a long-term contract extension. Uh, the money that would be available to Marcus Peters would be enough to get him in here to agree to terms, to play, to start, and not take him off the field. This is important to me. I've preached this to you the last couple of years here on the show. The Raiders need to add smarter, faster, more explosive players. Their words, I repeat to you, and they got to be able to stay on the field. Marcus Peters is a guy who will not come off the field. He might a little bit, possibly at this age, but I would doubt it. Then that means that the Raiders won't have to use one of the young people in their cornerback room. And Bennett's a really good player. We'll talk about the rookie they brought in out of Maryland who's going to play a lot. Nate Hobbs can stay in the slot and develop more. And all of these young cornerbacks who are proven their way in Las Vegas would have Marcus Peters there in the room who is a dog, who is nasty, speaks what he wants to say, and he will come in here and own that room. And that's one less player we season ticket holders need to worry about. We don't have to worry about next year. We don't have to worry about next free agency. We don't have to worry about next year's draft. We got another guy that we can pencil in along with Epps who comes over from the Philadelphia Eagles, NFC champs. He didn't miss a game. Robert Spillane, who's got a lot to prove, they brought him in for a reason, not to be Nick Kwiatkowski. They brought him in to play at a high level. I've met him. The guy's fired up. He's going to wear Phil Villapiano's number, and he's going to stay on the field. You look at Tyree Wilson taking number seven overall, hopefully the rebirth and the legs being ready to go for Chandler Jones and maybe the hardest working defensive player in all of football in Mad Max Crosby. Right there, if I give you on opening day, they break the huddle on defense on opening day, and I got Marcus Peters at one corner. I got Nate in the slot. I got Epps at safety along with Trayvon Merrick, whoever fights for that second corner spot. Divine Diablo lives up to the hype along with Spillane. And then the front, the front is good. They got a lot of kids there rotating there at defensive tackle, including one from Alabama who's supposed to be able to play and be another dog. So there's an old story which is true. When Mike Piazza was available, and they were talking about Mike Piazza going to the Mets, the biggest show in the history of sports radio, there's never been a show ever as big as Mike and the Mad Dog. There's been big syndicated shows, but local shows, nothing has come close. It's Mike and the Mad Dog in New York City and no one else. And when the Met fans got wind of it, they started calling WFAN saying, get Piazza, get Piazza, get Piazza. And the owner was listening, and it happened. Now, it is not a wives' tale. It is not a myth. That's exactly what happened. Steve Phillips was the GM at the time. There's a lot of pressure in New York. New York Sports Radio has a massive audience back in the day, and they got Piazza. And a lot of people credited 
sports radio for getting that deal done. And that's a debatable topic. But believe me, Mike and the Mad Dog had a lot of power back in the day. We are the longest tenured show in the history of Raiders football, this one. Been doing this longer than everybody. I'd like to see some fans get on the radio here in the first hour and get all over Marcus Peters coming here. Not that it's going to change Dave Ziegler's mind. Not that it's going to drive the price down or not. But to do what they do in real football markets with real football fans 24-7, 365, especially in the month of July, this is a big topic. And a lot of fans know him up in Oakland. And I think Marcus Peters would probably love to end his career with the former Oakland Raiders, L.A. Raiders, now the Las Vegas Raiders. My other buddy told me he could be tough with the media. Okay, I don't care. I, I, I just want to interview him once, maybe twice. But interesting dude. He's a dog. He is aggressive. He is verbal, and he catches the football. We need some guys in that building on defense who can catch a football and take it the other way. We just went through the greatest cornerbacks of all time on Raider Nation Radio with the likes of Willie Brown, Lester Hayes, Mike Haynes, Skip Thomas, Charles Woodson. We went down the list. You know what that, those guys did? They turned the football over. They made plays when they had to make plays. They did everything they needed to do to help the team win. And that's all I'm looking for if Marcus Peters comes in here. I don't think the Raiders are kicking the tires on him. Uh, most people believe that this is going to be a done deal. I'll let the Raiders tell if it's a done deal or not. But you fans should be frothing at the mouth. You should be drooling all over this because you great fans that I get a chance to talk to and interact with every day, you're dealing with a bunch of negative fans in your world. In your Raider world, there's these guys on, who are trolls on the internet. They're anonymous. They're ripping the team. They're ripping the young quarterback when he shows up at training camp. They don't believe in Jimmy G. They want the coach gone and all that. Well, here's an opportunity for the real Raider fans who are not anonymous to come on and let's talk about Marcus Peters. He's a great player. And again, the only issue I have here is I wish the Raiders were in the hunt to get him two or three years ago two or three years ago, but again, we saw the mistakes that have happened personnel-wise a couple of years ago. Dave Ziegler will most likely not make this move if the price isn't right. And the price probably is right because it's not as expensive as it was in Baltimore. I say go get Marcus Peters, get him in the door, sign him, don't let him leave the building, put him out there at cornerback, and then that cornerback room, all we got to do is find the other cornerback opposite of him. We don't have to have these camp confidential, you know, meaningless conversations. Who's the fourth and fifth string quarterback? I despise that on radio. People turn the channel when you do that. You want to do it on a podcast? We mentioned it on a pregame show because it's getting ready to go from 90 to 53. I'm all for that. But I'm not going to spend early August uh, talking to you guys about who's going to be the fifth cornerback and who might get cut between the fifth and sixth corner. Not my gig. I don't like that type of radio. I'm not doing it. But I'll talk about Marcus Peters for this hour exclusively if you want this guy and you think he fits the moxie of the Las Vegas Raiders. We need guys in the room like Marcus Peters if he becomes available and it looks like he's available. And then all of a sudden, if you get that, look, if you end up getting Marcus Peters, then you can go big game hunting and you can find a linebacker like Denzel Perryman. Not a, not a Corey Littleton. Remember him? He was a bust. An absolute bust. And the Raiders spent a lot of money on Littleton to come in. 
Thought he would be a good player. The tape looked really good with the Rams, but he was getting cleaned up because Aaron Donald was being not double-teamed, triple-teamed. I know that Marcus Peters can sit in single coverage on anybody. He has the speed to do it. He's from McClyman's High School in Oakland. There is a connection here. Let's talk about him. 702-365-9200. Let's get going here. Summertime radio. This is a good topic to have. Maybe this deal gets done Monday, Tuesday. As veterans are coming in, we have a really big, hot topic coming in here. What is your degree of urgency on getting them in here? Because I think these guys are really urgent, but they're building the team the right way. They're not panicking financially. They're trying to develop young players under contract control for a number of years. They're getting rid of some really popular guys. They're not extending some really popular guys if the price isn't right. And they're trying to rebuild this franchise the way they built the Patriots in the personnel department into a dynasty. What pace they're going to make that happen at, I don't know. But I'm looking at the career of Marcus Peters, NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year 2015, a two-time first-team All-Pro. I mean, you look, at, look, you look at some of these accolades that he has here. NFL Interceptions Leader in 2015. Uh I just think he's great. 32 interceptions. We got a guy by the name of Eric Allen who works all over this organization now. He had 54. 54 career interceptions. Let that number sink in. 54. This guy's in the 30s. Maybe he can get the Raiders six or seven more before he retires. I want to talk about Marcus Peters on Twitter at JTTheBrick or on the phones, 702-365-9200. I'm going to spend more time at the top of the hour about Daniel Snyder, that's the biggest story in the NFL. He's out, uh, sold the team for over $6 billion, but has to pay a $60 million fine on the way out. He leaves the sport in complete shame, sexual harassment, and also stealing money from other owners. If you take a look at that, he leaves in complete disgrace overall. Complete disgrace. I think Jerry Jones is happy. I can't speak for Mark Davis on this issue. But there's a lot of other owners around the league that want him out. He's toxic. He's a bad guy, and he's gone. Now they have new ownership now that will come in and try to make them better. They're a great historic franchise. Back to the Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders. Magic Johnson is now a minority owner with the team. Tom Brady will be a minority owner with the Raiders, which is fine. Magic's always been a Raider fan. Seen him on the sideline of many Raider games. Reports are there's 20-20 partners with this group but the group is going to turn it around and they're trying to do all the right things and uh snyder i don't think he's going to go away as i've been reporting for months i think he's going to go down in flames i think he's going to try to take some owners with him i think he's going to do some bad things here but he's counting his money and i don't care if you're a billionaire you take 60 million dollars away from a guy who's married married and accused of sexual harassment most wives I know would look at the guy and go, how much are you worth? $3.1 billion? Well, let's take that down to around $1.4. I'm divorcing you and taking half. That's what happens with all these guys when the wives finally wake up and there's no other girlfriends around anymore and there's no yacht parties because he has no friends. And then the wife puts her hands up, calls an attorney and says, I'm out. Give me half of everything. This guy, Daniel Snyder, is a lunatic. He's a little Napoleon, and I think he's going to go down in a really difficult way. All right, a couple of things else with the Raiders here. Rookies reporting. 
I think there's a lot of fans who are excited about this rookie class, really are. There's a lot of fans excited about the rookie class because there's, they're good guys. you got a marquee guy in Tyree Wilson. We have Michael Mayer coming in at tight end who can come in and do a lot of great things. And then when you look at Tucker in the slot and what he could do and up being a speed burner overall, and then you got a, a safety slash, you know, a guy from Georgia, Smith, who can play safety and corner. You got a Florida linebacker mixed in with a speedster cornerback, Bennett, from Maryland, and a quarterback in Aiden O'Connell who we're going to get to know and get to see around here. So I would hope that Raider Nation would welcome in these rookies. I would hope that no matter what happens ahead of us, what the schedule looks at like, what it's going to be, that this time at the end of July, heading into August, that Raider fans can come in, welcome these guys, tell them what it's like to be a Raider fan, do the best for them. They're going to be doing little signings here in town. They're going to be signing autographs, doing a lot of things. But uh, I'm more focused on the fact that some of these rookies need to pop. And if they're able to pop early, then it's one less player that the Raiders have to go out next year and get in free agency. And if you have anything else you want to say about uh, Josh Jacobs and what happened to him this week, you know, there's a little division now within a Raiders when it comes to the Raiders and who thinks it was close to getting a deal done and not. I don't know. I don't have that for you. And would you believe me if I told you anyway? I don't know. Uh, some people say they weren't close to getting a deal done. Others saying he was sitting in the parking lot with Max and they were close. Don't have the answer for you. I will tell you that Josh clearly wants to be a Raider. The Raiders intend to have him here, but they use the franchise tag as a weapon to help the organization spend money elsewhere and not pay a premium for a player that most people around the league thinks deserves to be paid at a premium. And definitely at a premium, but how high was that premium going or not? That's really the topic here. Saquon Barkley is over there, and uh, he's getting a little bit angry with the New York football giants, and he's not happy about it. And I'm not hearing that yet from Josh Jacobs, but anything can change at any time. And finally, Aaron Rodgers is there, seems to be pretty happy. Hard knocks, they're filming as we speak. And that's going to get up to speed here pretty quickly as they show you the entry of Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets, a team that the Raiders played this year. Raiders play the Steelers. They play the Jets. They play Buffalo in Buffalo. They play the Patriots at home. Uh, the more and more I look at this schedule, it's a tough schedule. I just finished watching Netflix quarterbacks, and the Vikings have a couple of problems off the field, but the Vikings are really good. They won 13 games last year, and they play in Las Vegas later on this year. That's a good football team, really good football team. And the Raiders play the Giants and the Jets, the two teams from New York, and New York fans are trying to book hotels and tickets and get out here to see those games. It's going to take a lot for the Raiders to have a winning record this year. It's going to take a lot. They're going to have to play well. That's why I want to open up the show with some Marcus Peters conversation. We haven't had any yet other than me. So if you want Marcus Peters, let us know. If you want to pass on him because of any reason, let us know. But I'm putting it on the line right now. This is the exact type of player, if the Raiders can get him, can change the culture of that defense. Max Crosby's doing everything he can to change that culture. Chandler Jones was brought in as a professional borderline Hall of Famer to change that culture. Now you bring in Marcus Peters with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. You got 11 guys on the field. Those are three that have played at a very high level, plus a young rookie edge rusher and maybe another linebacker coming in somewhere in camp. I'm excited today about this. We all guessed that Marcus Peters was going to potentially be a Raider. Now the point is, 
He's got to get a number that he likes and not shop the Raiders and shop the Raiders and use them for a better gig in his mind somewhere else. If he wants to be a Raider, he'll sign this deal if Dave Ziegler gives it to him. They might have him in here on Monday and choose not to for an array of reasons, but I'm hoping for the best here. 702-365-9200 as we open up the show here. I'd like to get to some Marcus Peters conversation, our all-time team. Uh, some homework over the weekend, please, if you can talk about the fullbacks and the halfbacks. We're talking running back compared to that fullback that blocked and carried the football and had a big impact like Marv Hubbard, Marcel Reese, but you don't categorize them in the same mold as you do Marcus Allen and Clem Daniels. Who do you have in that group? I need three running backs, three fullbacks, and we'll do that on Monday, and hopefully we'll all survive this weekend with the heat wave that's been here. I've been saying this in every monologue. Protect your neighbors. Knock on doors. Help people. The elderly in your community. Have some extra water in the car when you drive to work. Just have a cooler like I do. You pull up to any corner. You got a nice cold bottle of water. You give it to a homeless person who's there. You'll change people's lives in 112 to 115 degree weather. Pac-12 media day here. They should just call it USC media day as the Pac-12 is imploding. This will be the last year for UCLA and USC as they bolt for the Big Ten, just like in the Big 12, Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. I'll get to that next hour. The monologue brought to you by PTs. I'm going to talk about the Strat. They got great concerts, residencies in there, an unbelievable PTs flagship in the lobby, the William Hill Sportsbook. Wherever you go, you can go to the top of the world. You can go take the kids to the rides. You can go to the adult rides at the top of the Strat if you got the stomach for that. A great spot to be. Walking distance from a couple of other properties as they refurbish the Midtown, heading into downtown in Las Vegas. Golden Entertainment fuels the monologue as we get going. A little bit later on in the show, Tom Looney, my podcast partner. Uh, we dropped the podcast last night. He wanted to talk about Josh Jacobs. So I'm going to take about 10 minutes of that. Also, I'm going to get into the baseball trade deadline coming up here in a little bit and what it looks like on our calendar coming up for Raiders training camp. We're going to be busy. We're going to be real busy around here. So let's hear from you so I don't get shut out now or number one. Marcus Peters is thinking about coming to the Raiders. I hope he listened to the monologue and hears from a few fans on an NFL flagship station as we open up the show. 702-365-9200. And I'll give you a couple of leaderboard updates at the Open Championship. Well, I'll tell you, when I look at the Open Championship here, there's not a lot of golfers near the top. But there is an American on top, and I'll tell you about that next. Oh, and, and in terms of Josh, like you said, yeah, he hadn't signed the tender yet, so um, obviously he's not allowed to, you know, be by NFL rules, be here for the this portion of the off-season program. But we're going to continue to work, you know, through that situation. And um, as I've mentioned before, you know, I'm not going to really do the contract negotiation and those types of things in the in the public eye. I just don't think that's responsible to do or fair to do for um, any of the parties involved. And so we'll just keep working through that process and see where it goes. As Dave Ziegler earlier this year on what's going on with Josh Jacobs, they didn't come to terms on a deal. Uh, let's turn it up. Here's Tony Bennett who died today. And what an impact he had on this country and America's songbook. Little Tony Bennett as a tribute played a lot in Vegas to begin the show. To make a poem sing 
With music and words I've been playing For you I have written a song To be sure that you'll know what I'm saying So this soundtrack I grew up with in the background as my grandfather, my dad of Italian descent would play at our home all the time. And Tony Bennett, who I had the chance to see once with Lady Gaga, and to see the impact that he had on Las Vegas, in and around the Rat Pack, San Francisco, where I lived for a few years, the impact for our Bay Area listeners in San Francisco, obviously, and everyone up and down the East Coast and everywhere around the world, waking up to that, uh, him passing away today. A big impact on Las Vegas as our show is all over on the Raiders mobile app, but also an important guy, really important guy when you look at the history of music. And if you go to Vegas, especially with Sinatra, Elvis, Sammy Davis, the Rat Pack, all the great performers that have ever played here. Tony Bennett played a thousand plus times reportedly, not a hundred, a thousand plus times in Las Vegas in showrooms, front of the house, back of the house, a legend. Tony Bennett, rest in peace. So we're talking about the potential Ian Rappaport and Vic Tafer and Vinnie Bonsignor and Deshaun Reed and everybody now the rumblings now for weeks that we could get Marcus Peters to be a starting cornerback for the Las Vegas Raiders. I like it because it's another hole that would be filled on defense. It would give Patrick Graham somebody who can listen and help others and make plays. That's it. Is he as fast as he used to be? Probably not. Probably not the same speed at 23-24. Is he as hard of a hitter? You know, He's known for being a ball hawk. He jumps routes. He has makeup speed that you need in this league. A lot of times, did he get burned in the past? Sure, plenty of times. But so does Jalen Ramsey and some of the other great corners here. And he's 30 years old going on 31. I think a guy at that age can give you two or three more years. Look at the uh, Eric Allen, Rod Woodson, Charles Woodson second time around. Age is not a problem with this young man. But will he fit in? And he wants to win. And this is is a guy that if you bring him to a team that's not going to win, potentially could be a problem. I'd be the first to admit that. The guy comes from the culture of the Baltimore Ravens, and Dave Ziegler often throws the Ravens into a conversation when he's looking to build an organization that can consistently win. A lot of times when I talk to Dave or we have him on a podcast or a show, he'll mention getting this organization, the Raiders, up to the consistency of the Packers, the Patriots, and the Ravens. And he got a little bit too expensive for the Ravens, and the Ravens have some really good players. Really good players. Uh, Chris in West Oakland texts in, it can't hurt. Would rather have had him five years ago. 32 career interceptions, so at least you know he can find the football and catch it if he gets his hands on it. I agree. That's all I want to see. If this guy gets three interceptions and one of them's a game winner and sets up a Daniel Carlson game-winning field goal, I'm all for that. The Raiders' defense is not good enough to turn down a guy like Marcus Peters unless the price isn't right. And there's a chance the price isn't right. And Marcus Peters might want some more money, but I don't know where he is, and I don't get in front of players' monies. Uh, Big Al is in San Francisco. You got a chance to see Marcus Peters play in Oakland a bunch. What do you think, Big Al? You got to pick up Marcus Peters. Because if you don't, and you let him go to the Chiefs, where they have two cornerbacks who are both injured going into camp, he's going to come back and he's going to kick you twice in the teeth. This guy is a player. We all know he's a hothead. He's jumped around a little bit because he's not necessarily the nicest human being, but we're not drafting people to come over to the house. We're not going to sign him to come over for dinner. This guy can play. 
then you got to keep him away from the Chiefs. He instantly becomes the Raiders' best cornerback the minute he puts on the silver and black in practice. You can't let him walk out the door. Yeah, I would agree with you, Alan. To stay and to jump on top of that, you've done games. You've been a stat guy. You know, it, it's it's also part of his cockiness, gravitas, and what he brings. I just I don't know if you watched it. I just watched the Netflix, the quarterback, and Mahomes was the first one out of the locker room halftime before games, and right behind him was Travis Kelsey. It wasn't like an offensive lineman and a defensive corner walked out. There was the best two players on the team walked out of the locker room down the tunnel one and two. And I think the Raiders need that on defense. Someone's got to walk behind Max Crosby and Chandler Jones when that locker room door busts open. And if it's not going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, if it's going to be the defensive guys, Marcus Peters yelling there, chirping at the crowd in Denver, chirping at the crowd on the road, I think they need a little bit of that around here. It's not a priority. The Patriots didn't do that a lot. They weren't big trash talkers, but I think Raider fans gravitate to that. And especially now, Raider fans want someone from Oakland in Las Vegas who's got a DNA to play football the right way. Yeah, I agree. He can play. He has that attitude, uh, and you got to play corner in the NFL. You have to have that attitude. He owns that. He's an Oakland guy, and and like I said before, I don't want to see him go to the Chiefs. Yeah, thanks for the call. I don't think he'll go to the Chiefs. Appreciate you checking in and starting us off, Big Al. That opens up a line for you. That guy was living in San Francisco. We have listeners in L.A., Las Vegas, all around the country. What do you think about the possibility, possibility of Marcus Peters as early as Monday or Tuesday of next week being a Las Vegas Raider, 702-365-9200? I don't want to tease anybody on a deal like this, too. This is not something that I tease fans about. Every other Raider insider tweeted this out hours ago. Ian Rappaport tweeted it out. Everybody's talking about it. So you have the opportunity to make a difference with a player that all of a sudden shortens that room in the cornerback room because there's a lot of good young corners here. I'm putting my notes together for the preseason. I can't wait to see some of the young cornerbacks play on this team. And I think they're going to have an impact, especially Bennett coming in. I think you're going to see Raider cornerbacks step up and play at a very high level. I really do, but I, they don't have experience. We're talking about some of these other guys playing at a level where we hope they take their game to the next level. We hope that they get better. We don't have to hope about Marcus Peters. If Marcus Peters comes in, that's one less box that we have to cross off. And when it comes to the defensive backfield with Nate Hobbs, you know, Brandon Faison, Jacorian Bennett, I want to see him sooner than later. Sam Webb seems to be very popular within this organization and a guy that can jump in and play. It's not bad. Duke Shelley, David Long Jr. Who would you like to choose? I'll give you four names. Who do you want to see play? Amik Robertson, David Long, Duke Shelley, or Marcus Peters? Marcus Peters. And if these other guys are pushing him in training camp and getting him better and iron sharpens iron, I'm good with that. But I like veterans. I like veterans who still have something in the tank. And it really is the job of Dave Ziegler and the coaches here. It really is. It's important for them to evaluate him from a money perspective. We just saw what I think is a fair evaluation of Josh Jacobs. I wish he would have got a little bit more money and it was a little easier decision for Josh Jacobs and his agent to do this deal. But it came down to the wire. I'll agree to disagree on that. And they didn't get a deal done. Marcus Peters doesn't have a lot of options. He should have a lot. Baltimore has a culture of great defense. If that wasn't a good fit anymore... 
There's a lot of other teams around this league, like the Tennessee Titans, who are good. The Minnesota Vikings, who are very good, coming up 13 wins. Marcus Peters, to me, would be a great Pittsburgh Steeler with their culture of defense. And let's see what the Raiders do. Raider Man is up next, and he's in Oakland and Richmond. And Raider Man, you knew Marcus Peters probably when he was a kid. Not to date yourself here. This is a guy who was in and around the biggity biggity oh your entire life. Go ahead. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. That's a serious dating, but I take it. You already know through everything I had to grow through. I take any today, man. God is good. But I appreciate that, JT. I like this commentary too, because a guy like Marcus Peters, he's he's been a bona fide professional. He might be a hot head sometimes. He might be loco and all the rest of that kind of stuff. But that's exactly what we. Need. Standard. I like what you were going with, where you were going with that. He sets a standard in that locker room, and he's a bona fide for all those younger players. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see exactly how he plays this out, you know, because, I mean, I'll never get into a man's money. That's none of my business. But he's earned his way into uh, being able to kind of negotiate himself a finalizing check. And if we can get us a bona fide to solidify that secondary, you know, it actually definitely, definitely gives a turnover ratio. So, you know, I don't say I can be a bad idea, but I like the better fact that the man to get another opportunity at the end of his career to come in and play for somebody he wanted to play for his entire, uh, his entire career. Because want to is everything. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to hold too long. I'm down here with the bar trains running frequent. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I wanted to shout out one time real quick because the Red Nation explosion is going down on tomorrow. Had to mm-hmm. switch up my travel plans and uh, cancel some bookings or whatnot. Got to mean on you know, life on life terms. It is what it is. I don't mean to complain, but I'm dealing with this. And while, while I'm growing through this situation, I just want to remind everybody that tomorrow is going to be a day of fellowship. We're going to get out there and just have a good time with one another and have a great uh, experience. Dub C is supposed to come out there and perform for us. Uh, we're having the next generation celebration with the kids. And uh, just want to invite everybody out. You know, it's going to be a great time, and it's a great cause. So, <clears throat> you know, and the nation is alive and well, man. And uh, we're doing our best to just keep this thing pushing through, and we appreciate you, JT. Have a great you day got out it. there. Appreciate bro. it, Raider, man. Have a good time. Give my best to everybody out there. Appreciate that. Other tweets coming in. The Chiefs have a problem. Two injured corners. And this is not even August. He knows the system. Las Vegas must sign him before the Chiefs. And I think the Chiefs' defense is a little bit more figured out than the Raiders. They're reigning Super Bowl champions here. And I don't know. And they might not want him back there with the culture that they have there. He's a good, I've been saying he's a dog. He's got to be a fit to the system. He's not – and I've got to get that out of the way too. Marcus Peters probably isn't for everybody. Jalen Ramsey isn't for every single group in this, uh, in this league. Some guys are better fits than others. That's it. Again, I don't know Marcus Peters well, but I've been in Oakland on the sidelines, and I've heard this guy trash talk. I've seen him in warm-ups, and I like guys who come out of the tunnel with a purpose. I like guys who are trash talkers and can back it up. I don't like guys who trash talk and don't back it up. This guy can back it up. He is a mean dude. And if he's having a good day and he's winning, because I saw that too when he played in Kansas City and Baltimore, when he is winning – he will eviscerate the opposing fan base. That he, this is a guy, and I'm not saying it's a perfect fit for the Raiders, he'll get up from behind the bench and go talk to the other team. You've seen it. It's all over YouTube. When this guy gets worked up, he can hear you. He can hear through those helmet holes. He can hear what the fans are saying 15 feet away, and he wants to back it up. The guy is a beast, and he's had a hell of a career. But again, he's got 30 plus, 32 interceptions. Eric Allen had 54. Eric Allen came to the Raiders, and he was a very productive player when he came to the Raiders. That's the comp I'll give you. That's the comp that I'd like to see on this. Mike in Staten, Italy. 
Mikey, thanks for holding. How you been? Good to have you in Vegas again. Yeah, hey, JT, this is a big year. Don't mistake. It's a big year for the coach and the general manager. And to get a body like that, Peters is a, a he is the perfect fit. We're going against six, four, six games against Herbert, Mahomes, and Wilson. We need him, JT. This will put we're already having a great offseason. This will put the cherry on top. Thank you, Mikey. That's the best call of the day. Hey, he should have hosted the show. I should have took the day off. He said it best. We're going up against Mahomes, Herbert, and Russell Wilson, and we're really going to debate if Marcus Peters is a potential addition to this team. I mean, you're going to develop a guy like Jacorian Bennett against Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Good luck. I think, I think you can put this kid out here and he'll make plays. And he's fast, and he's got some of the best speed that we've seen come into this organization in quite some time. But experience, and to have an experienced cornerback, my favorite thing to do on game day, and we haven't been able to do it a lot here in Vegas, but we did have a 10-win season, is to go into the game and knowing that more players are healthy, getting players back. Last year, it was a pain in the ass to not know that Renfro and Waller weren't back from injury. In critical games, that could have flipped the season. Because last year, as season ticket holders, we lost five games in the second half with double-digit leads. If Renfro and Waller are on the field, that's an extra first down that might have put a game away. It's an extra touchdown that might have put a game away. A guy like Marcus Peters or another right tackle coming in or another linebacker added in camp is only going to help this team get off the field. Get off the field on a third and 11 instead of giving up a 14-yard play over the middle of the uh, field. Last year, this defense was soft as a marshmallow over the middle of the field. Anywhere from 8 to 20 yards, there was a Bermuda Triangle, a black hole, call it whatever you want, where anybody ran through the middle of the field and there were no bad intentions coming from the Las Vegas Raiders. No one hit anybody like George Atkinson. No one jumped the route like the great Willie Brown, and there was a new first down on 3rd and 11, 3rd and 12, 3rd and 7, 3rd and 8. We need some badass dudes that are going to make people play. Uh, hey, so if they do pick up a first down, they're going to get their bell rung. They're going to get hit hard, and it's going to take them a second to get up. And guys like Mahomes get up. Uh, after watching quarterback quarterbacks on Netflix, every time Mahomes went down, uh, no doubt about it, every time he went down, he was able to get back up again. 702-365-9200 as we continue on. Got some summertime programming as I'll be here at the top of the hour for next hour too. We'll thank, we'll thank our partners, a little bit of my podcast on Josh Jacobs with Tom Looney. I'll reset with baseball and a leaderboard update as Jordan Spieth. He's got a chance, but he's way back. This kid Harmon out of the University of Georgia, Georgia Bulldog is 10 under, and he's got a massive lead at the Open Championship as we continue right here on the flagship of the Silver and Black. This is Raider Nation Radio. Down to five on the play clock. Gets the snap. Hands off to Jacob. Stutters to the right. Burst through the hole. 20. 25. 30. He's off to the races here in Seattle. Nobody's going to catch him. 25. 20. 10. Ball game. Bye-bye, Josh. 86 yards in overtime to walk it off for a second straight week. 
Touchdown Raiders, victory Las Vegas. I have nothing to say. Oh, I, it's just an ISO lead. It's a beautiful run. You called it right up the middle. Oh my goodness, let's go home. <laughs> Boom. JT, back with you. I would consider that the play of the year until Chandler Jones caught an interception from Jacoby Myers and took it back to the house as the Raiders beat the New England Patriots. But Raiders won six games last year. Two of them ended in dramatic fashion. The year before that, the Raiders ended their season with the greatest regular season ending in all time, the final game of the year in Las Vegas to knock the Chargers out of the postseason. So there's been some exciting games on the road and at home at Allegiant Stadium. JT, back with you, brought to you by Grimaldi's, best pizza I ever had. Head on out to Grimaldi's. Hey, it might be hot. You might It might be a little bit too humid for pizza in your mind. They got a great menu. You can have everything, plus pizza, salads, Caprizi salad. Their wine list, their beer list is fantastic. We thank Grimaldi's for being a proud partner of our show. So we're talking about Marcus Peters, and you can plug in any name, any name of a veteran 30-year-old guy who played on any other team in this league. If he was available, we'd talk about him. I don't care if he's Marcus Peters, a cornerback, or it's the best available linebacker, if it's Patrick Queen coming in. Whoever is available that the Raiders could get that could upgrade the defense. Offense doesn't need anything. The only thing the offense needs is a right tackle, a proven right tackle, if you believe that. Everything else I'm good with. Good with everything on the Raiders' offense, everything, assuming Jimmy G is going to play and he's going to be healthy. Other than that, the defense, I still think they're missing about three to four guys. You can clean that up in one offseason and another draft and another year in free agency, and then they'll be, I won't say perfect, but they'll be a Super Bowl contender if they have a healthy quarterback and they have a fully loaded offense and you get me three more defenders, including Marcus Peters this year, two more starters next year in free agency or one, and another high draft pick in the second or third round. I mean, what more do you need? You'd like, you'd like an all-star team, but you're not going to get it. There's still a couple of players away on the defensive side of the ball. Marcus Peters would be one less player Dave Ziegler has to worry about, and I think he's a good player. I've seen him play a bunch in Oakland, and he was memorable. Memorable player in this league, and he played in a lot of big games in Kansas City and Baltimore as well. Raiders 66 coming off Knott's Berry Farm. You're not there for day two, are you? Uh, no, we had the long drive home last night, and the ride was Silver Bullet. And uh, that thing was pretty cool, man. I, I got weightless a couple, of, uh, a couple of instances on it. So it was, a, it was a pretty good ride. Awesome. Good to have you back. Yeah, the drive home uh, sucked, though. But anyway, um, yeah, you, you talk about, you know, you, you'd like to have an all-star team, but you don't always get it. Well, the Raiders did have some all-star teams in the past as we've been going through this list here. So you're talking Monday we're going to do the uh, running backs? Running backs and fullbacks, two different yeah. categories. Running backs yeah, and been, fullbacks, I'm going to combine it over a day and a half. Gotcha. Yeah, I've, I've been putting the finishing touches on my wide receivers, so I'll get on that this weekend and be ready to roll. Um, speaking of Marcus Peters, yeah. Um, if, if the price is right, obviously this is a no-brainer. I mean, since McDaniels and Ziegler have gotten here, they've said, we are looking at every position to upgrade every position. This, as you have said, is an upgrade. We need a guy like this, and it's, it's perfect that he comes from Oakland. I mean, that blue-collar, tough background. Uh, that's what this team needs. It's missing it. You mentioned it, JT. We would love to have uh, Atkinson on this team. Can you imagine? Because right now I get so ticked off watching uh, uh, Travis Kelsey smile when he comes out of the tunnel. And if Atkinson was across the way, 
he'd be breathing fire and he'd knock that smile right off his face. And that's what we need. And that's what Marcus Peters will give us. We need him to instill in these new guys the art of the takeover, uh, the takeaway. We mm-hmm. need takeaways. This, this team averages about 16 a year. I documented the, the Soul Patrol. That team, they, they were together for six years. That, that group of defenses over those six years, 224 takeaways. At this rate, it would take this team 15 years to, to accumulate that. It's just ridiculous. We need to start taking the ball away. Marcus Peters is the great first step. He's not the, completing the puzzle, but he's a big piece in the middle that we're missing. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it goes without saying that uh, this is a guy they need to really think about not passing on him. What he gives, what he can instill in that young secondary, the toughness that we've been missing, um, you know, is it, just something you gotta, you got to go with. Thank and, you. That's uh, that's what we wanted to do. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. I'll talk to you next week as we go running backs and fullbacks on Monday. I'll be in the building next week on Wednesday as we get going with the veterans and training camp kicks off. So I'm excited about that. All we're saying is that there are several people reporting that Marcus Peters is coming in on Monday and he's going to be able to get signed on Monday. Uh, he doesn't have to leave the building. They can sign him at the beginning of camp and have an impact cornerback to start the season with. So I'm just excited about that potential opportunity because without Marcus Peters, I don't know anybody else at the cornerback position that could come in here that they could get to have that impact. So we'll get into that a little bit more. Hour number two as we continue on on the flagship of the Silver and Black.